Today's show is brought to you by our amazing sponsors. More Expo, April 8th through the 10th, 2022. The biggest and best off-road and overlanding expo in the Midwest. All the vendors, the social media gurus, all the new gear, it'll be there and you should be there too. April 8th through the 10th, 2022. U.S. Action Tracks. For the best indestructible U.S. made traction boards ever. You will not be disappointed in these. USActionTracks.com for the best traction boards ever. Linson Solar for the best vehicle specific and marine grade solar panels out there. You cannot go without these panels if you're in the middle of nowhere. You will need something to recharge your batteries and these will do the trick. Make sure and contact LinsonSolar.com and tell them what you need today. Artemis Overland Hardware in Springfield, Missouri. ArtemisOverland.com is where you can find everything that you could possibly need off-road, overlanding, and outdoor. He has all the rooftop tents, all the cooking equipment, everything you could possibly need and possibly want. Call Aaron today or stop by his showroom in Springfield, Missouri or check out his website, ArtemisOverland.com. Hey everyone, this is the Overland Philosopher, aka the Professor, and you are live with Love for FJ on Professor and Friends. And last minute, let me tell you how last minute this was. At about, oh, about 10 o'clock this morning, I was chatting with uh, Juliana, and I said, hey, I want to have you on the show. And she said, well, I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know when I'm going to have good service, but I have good service now. And I said, oh, okay. Well, I actually have a free night, so why don't we come on and, and talk about things. Juliana, thank you for being on here with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. And right now, you told me that you are at Estes Park, Colorado, sitting at about 9,000 feet out in the middle of a beautiful, beautiful. And we also have with us a special guest, Taffy. This is Taffy. Hey, Hi, Taffy. Taffy. Welcome to the show. Yeah. You're not the first dog that's been on here, but you're definitely one of the cutest. That is for <laughs> sure. Well, uh, just a little backstory on this. Juliana and I met on social media. Gosh, it's been a, well a couple of years probably. Um, and I was working night shift. You were working night shift. And and we would talk about what we were doing to our FJs. And you sent me a message. Hey, I saw you make that running water thing. How'd you do that? Yep. So I sent you that. And you made one and made a video of it. And, 
and we just kind of carried on conversations from there and we followed each other and kept in touch and and uh so that's kind of how we met through the fj community because that's kind of the way it is it's uh it's a big humongous community and everybody who has one loves them and uh so it was it was pretty neat but i wanted to have you on here because uh you have a very interesting story that i i want everybody to hear and i think it's uh i think it's worth hearing but tell us a little bit about yourself where you're from let us uh help us get to know you a little bit better yeah so i was born and halfway raised in arizona I also grew up in Bend, Oregon as well. Uh, and that's kind of where I got my love of the outdoors is because Bend is just gorgeous. You know, as a kid, I got to go mountain biking. I'd go explore my backyard, which was a forest. You know, I actually got mm-hmm. lost as a kid once mushroom hunting. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a very long, interesting story. My poor mom was traumatized, which I see she's watching right now. Hi, mom. <laughs> hey mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've always kind of been adventurous. I've always loved the outdoors and I've always been a real tomboy. You know, as a kid I'd grow up catching frogs and I used to catch scorpions and spiders and scare the heck out of my mom and <laughs> I've yeah. always kind of been drawn to the outdoors. Uh and cars too, you know, so when I figured out you could add a car and nature together and go do this, it was like, what? This is amazing. Yeah. Who thought of that? <laughs> right. <laughs> who thought we could do cars and outdoors at the same time? Yeah. That's incredible. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty neat story that you have starting, I guess, way back from then. But um, tell us how you, how you kind of got into the, to the overlanding scene was it when you bought your fj was that when you were introduced to it yep so i actually didn't know anything about four by four i was more into the imports so i was originally a honda girl so i had a lot of hondas back in the day Hmm. and actually when i got the fj cruiser the reason i got it wasn't because i knew it was a four by four i actually had no idea what an fj cruiser was when i saw it when i got it i've seen them before but i had no idea what they actually were uh, the reason I bought it was because I wanted a bigger vehicle to carry more stuff for like if I'm moving or something. Uh, and I actually didn't even test drive it. So originally I was going to go look for a Honda Pilot. Uh, and the dealership mm-hmm. that I went to that had the Honda Pilot had the FJ Cruiser. And I saw it and I'm like, what is that thing? I'm like, oh, that's a Toyota FJ Cruiser. I'm like, can I go sit in it? They're like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I went and I sat in it and I was like, Oh my God, where do I sign? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, the, we kind of have the same story. We were walking along. I was there looking for a Tacoma and my wife saw the FJ and she said, what is that? And I said, you know, I remember in 2007 when those first came out and seeing them sit at the dealership thinking I'll never be able to afford one of those. <laughs> and, you know, here I am 14, you know, 10 years later. And, um, and we just, she saw that when she, she wrote in it, she was like, oh, we got to have this. We got to have this. This is cool. And we ended up taking it home, you know, and, and thank God I didn't buy that truck. I went after it was horrible, but, uh, you know, that's just, just one of the things that just kind of draws you in and, and the, the vehicle becomes as much of you as you become part of it. So it's, it's a, it's a good marriage to have now. 
it was a, it was last year that um, COVID hit. I don't know if everybody knows, but we've got this thing called COVID going on, and we've had it going on for a little over a year. But uh, if you've been in a hole or something, uh, but when when COVID hit, uh, it affected your job and the your your job where you worked forced you to make a decision about going into a certain shift or something that you weren't really comfortable with, which ended up being the reason why you went full time. Tell us uh, about how all that went down. That was that was a really stressful time in your life. I know. Yeah. So I actually got to work through most of COVID. It's when it started dying down that they realized, well, we made too much product because they weren't an elective surgery. So they were just constantly making more and more product and stacking mm-hmm. the shelves the shops more and more and more and so they realized well we can't have second and first shift we can only have the first shift so they Mm. said you know second shift is going to be eliminated entirely and the people that we can fit in are going to go to the first shift uh, and then the people that can't then they can't so i was told if you want you can do first shift um but i have always been a night shift person And Mm -hmm. just the thought of going to day shift was going to be difficult too, because where I was living, I was already driving a very, very long distance to get to work an hour Mm -hmm. one way with moving to day shift. It would cause me to have a lot more traffic and a lot more drive time. I would have ended up probably driving two hours to work and two hours back. And to Mm -hmm. me, that, that wasn't going to make sense. Plus the fact that I would be super tired because I wasn't used to waking up at 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning time. And it just it it hit me at a wrong time because when that happened as well, there had been deaths in my family, too. On top of that, my roommate also passed away from cancer. So there was so much stress going on with my life. And then to have the job thing thrown at me, it was just like, ah, you know, too much. Yeah, it was too much. So I just kind of, it was like the universe is giving me a choice right now. It's telling me you can stick to your job, but are you really happy? Is that really what you want to do? And so it kind of just kicked me in the butt and was like, you know, you're young and now is the time because anything could happen. And I just kind of was like, you know what? I've talked about living in the FJ before. You can ask multiple of my friends. I've said mm-hmm. many times I would love to live full-time in my FJ. Yeah. And it was kind of like, now's the chance, you know, now, now or never. And I just, I took a leap of faith, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, do you, um, do you regret any, any decision that you made during that time? The only decision that I regret is that my FJ was not entirely ready to go. It had a lot of suspension issues. Um, Mm -hmm. And now that I'm actually driving it almost every single day and living in it, it's causing it to fail a lot faster. So I, Mm -hmm. I wish I would have been able to fix it before I hit the road, but I really didn't have time or even the funds to do that. It was either save for gas money or fix the FJ. And it was kind of like, well, I guess I'll try to fix it while I'm on the road. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I know, I know uh, you, you put out a post about your, your job 
kind of forcing you to make this decision. You ask for friends out there in the community to give you advice and, and uh, to try to help you with this decision. And, you know, I was, I was actually shocked at the decision that you made, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I was, you know, very supportive and said, go for it, you know, live your dreams. You're young. Uh, try, you know, don't, don't do anything or not do anything that you're going to regret later. And yeah. so I, I think uh, you, you going forth and, and doing it while you can will have less regrets than you sticking there and still doing the nine to five and suffering through that. And then later on you saying, I should have, I should have made the other decision. Ooh, so I, th I think you, yeah, if I think I you made the right choice. Job, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Definitely made the right choice. Well, I want to talk about your FJ and, and, um, and the things that you've done to it. And, and just so everybody knows, uh, in case uh, the connection is not bad or or Juliana gets uh, distracted or something, she is in the middle of nowhere by herself with her guard dog. So, um, you know, uh, in case uh, something comes up that she needs to check out or something, we may, may have to have to talk amongst ourselves for a minute. But uh, before we talk, before we talk about your rig, you got somebody coming up on you? Yeah. She's going to start barking. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, while she does that, we're going to pause for station identification. Stand by. Hey, guys. It's Chris from Moore Expo. Mary with Fishback Outdoor Safe. I know from Rhino Belt Rod and Custom. Hey, Jeff with Bad Act Adventure Co. Where am I from Overland Pioneer? I'm Chef West. Uh, yeah, we can do that. Hey, it's Adam at Step 22 Gear. Jordan from Anderson Overlane. I'm busy. Walker from Autotronics in West Virginia. Hey, this is Aaron from Artemis. And I'm Tyler with Yoda Adventure. And you're watching. And you're listening and watching. You're listening to. You're watching. The Professor. 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 Professor and Friends. 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 Enjoy. And I want to thank Artemis Overland, Action Tracks, Linson Solar, More Expo, and Blue Cell Coffee for sponsoring the show and make sure it happens every week. Thank you so much for doing that. So, Juliana, what yeah. have you done to your FJ to make it overlanding ready? Uh, rooftop tent, of course. <laughs> okay. And that that is the... Um, That's the aloe cap. So, how you cap? actually so when i went to the expo the one that was in colorado just recently mm -hmm. um one of the main guys rin from okay four-wheel drive actually yep. saw my aloe cab across the way and he said oh i have to go see that person because i have one of the very first ish aloe cabs that they had so my serial number is like 200 something and they said they're almost like in the 6,000s, I think is what they said, or wow. something like that's that. that's awesome. Yeah, so, but they, that's cool. They were shocked because normally the, the first gens, the uh, fabric would fray a little bit. Mine is still in really good condition, and I live in it. So they were yeah. like, how the heck? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's cool. That's cool. Oh, what about? There is oh. one thing that's wrong with it. I'll show you. <laughs> but that's typical because it wears out all the time. So I have it tied up with a vice grip. Why? Because the strut failed. <laughs> oh, the struts. Yeah, I'm having that same issue myself. Yeah. But um, same other than like, what I did for getting it overland ready, so I've got a dual battery. I've got a fridge, a Dometic fridge. Um, I did a little platform in the back. And also I did those little baskets that you did. So those inspired me. I was like, oh, my gosh, those are so yeah. smart. I want to do those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are shower caddies uh, that we uh, found that will suction cup to the windshield or to the yeah. window. And, and they are awesome. They do not move. No, they're fully loaded, too. These things are heavy. Got my spices in here when I cook. Uh, and I have a little table that I made, too, which is really cool. And you can see my YouTube video on this. Yeah. But it folds out because I wanted a table that's big but only takes up the space of two sections. So it actually folds out into a double table. Awesome. Uh-oh. She may lock up on me. Maybe she'll come back. Uh, that is all she do. Here she is. <laughs> all right. So yeah. is, is that your kitchen back there in the back? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, okay. how do you, uh, what do you do for uh, food? Everybody, everybody always wants to know how in the world do you eat? What do you eat? So for breakfast, it's pretty simple. I normally will do apples and peanut butter, or I will do a uh, a milkshake kind of protein, whatever. And I've got a US taffy. I've got a USB powered uh, little tiny blender that I use. Taffy. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's normally what breakfast is. Apple, peanut butter, or smoothie. Uh, and then lunch, I do either a cucumber salad, or I do a normal salad, or I do uh, cream cheese turkey rolls for lunch. Mm. And then dinner, I have my two favorites that I normally do for dinner. So I do a Asian rice mixture that has, well, it has spam in it. And then it has some veggies like mushrooms, zucchini, or I do Alfredo. I like okay. Alfredo. <laughs> but uh -huh. so mine's a little bit unique because I eat gluten-free, dairy-free, almond-free, egg-free, and soy-free. Holy cow. <laughs> Is there anything left? <laughs> Not a lot. No. Not a lot. Yeah. Are you doing that because of allergies or by choice? So in the beginning, I was doing it because of allergies. I was trying to eliminate what was causing stomach issues because I had horrible stomach issues. I still do, even though I'm eliminating a lot of stuff. Um, but now I kind of stick to it because I feel better when I'm on that diet. And I've noticed that when I'm on that diet, I feel lighter. I know it's weird to say, but a lot of that the vegan food or the dairy-free, gluten-free, soy-free, it's a lighter taste. So you mm -hmm. don't feel as heavy after you eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more yeah. healthy tasting. So I've okay. kind of stuck to it. Yeah. Well, um, you know, uh, overlanding encompasses a whole lot of different things. Are there any other hobbies 
in your overlanding lifestyle that you like to do, whether it's hiking, fishing, kayaking, anything like that? So I do like mushroom picking. I do certain okay. mushrooms, though. I don't do like all of them, but I do morels. If people know what morels are, they're a very oh, yummy yeah. tasting mushroom. <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> they're like gold, too. They're so good. And they're really hard to find. But when you find them, it's like, ah! <laughs> that is correct. That is uh, correct. And then I just started getting into paddle boarding. So our overland life and Badass Burnett got me into <laughs> paddle boarding when I hung out oh, with cool. them in Montana. So I was like, okay, now I need a paddle board. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've been, uh, we found some inflatable paddle boards that are really nice. Mm -hmm. And I think that we would have room to pack one. So uh, we've been definitely looking into those. Those are really neat. Oh, yeah. My, my yeah. paddle board basically takes the spot where a person would be sitting. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so do you, you can sit. Yeah. <laughs> do you consider yourself uh, somebody who enjoys exploring, camping, or off-roading? Which of those are your favorite? All of the above. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, I've noticed in a lot of your photos, you really like doing the off-roading. You really uh, challenge your rig. Um, yeah. You know, the FJs are very capable rigs. So uh, if you haven't seen uh, some of her photos, we had some of those in the intro, but you can tell in some of these that you really like this one, you really like to um, to challenge the rig. You went out there uh, in Snowmageddon 2021 oh, yeah. and, um, and uh, really got out there and tested your rig. But you have been to so many uh, very cool places. Oh, yeah, I see the uh, see the uh, mark badges of honor on there. So you told me oh. you were telling me about the name of your rig and uh how you how it got its name tell us about that so uh his name is rec r-e-c uh and the reason that his name is rec is actually a couple reasons one it's my recreational vehicle two most of the stuff on it is actually recycled so like the bumper is used the roof uh the rooftop tent is used the lights are discounted uh, they're discontinued, so they had them on for like a really crazy sale. Uh, shoot, even the wheels are used. Uh, the suspension was used. Uh, a lot of things was used on it. <laughs> yeah. So he's a recycle bin as well. So that's what <laughs> wrecked was too. But Good. also, I've wrecked him multiple times. So I was like, you know what? Wreck is a good name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's, let's, let's try not to wreck it anymore how about that <laughs> i'll try not to no guarantees so, so in your in your overlanding uh since you've been doing this full-time what's your favorite part about doing it full-time uh the freedom <laughs> um no my my favorite part is just being able to be out here and being able to see things and just not having to worry too much about stuff. I mean, I still have to worry about like people or animals, but just, it's more, it's more freeing. It's more relaxing. Taffy's barking because mm -hmm. there's people talking across the way. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, she is definitely a guard dog. And, and while we're talking about that, have you, I know you've had at least one time where you've gotten pretty scared. Have you, have you gotten uh, scared a lot of times while you're out? Mm, 
there's only been a couple times where it was pretty scary. Uh, one of them was when I definitely heard a cougar in the middle of the night, and they make the weirdest noises. Just horrible, dead, like, they sound like they're dying, screeching, cat-like meow thingies, yeah. and yeah. it's eerie to hear that. Um, mosquitoes are starting to come out. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the other really kind of scary time was when I was the mosquito keeps coming at me um when I was with when I was camping with my friend Shannon FJ Edgar uh and this car just was coming along the road and it honked at first and this was nighttime this was around 11 or 12 o'clock at night and the car drives up and it honks at first and we're like okay is it trying to find somebody but then it pulls up to like right before our camp spot and it stops and then it turns its lights off. And that mm. freaked me out because I'm like, okay, they're taking away my ability to be able to see them. They're taking my vision away by shutting the lights off because it went complete pitch dark. You know, so I told Shannon, get in your car, duck down, and let's just wait and see what happens. So we got in our cars, we ducked down. I kind of got out and was like trying to listen to hear and see if I could hear if they were saying anything. Uh, but they ended up just walking a little bit, going back in their car, and then driving past us. Hmm. It was just weird because it's like they pulled up to our camp spot, turned the lights off, and then started walking towards us. That's terrifying. Yeah. You never know what people are going to do these days. So no. I, can, I can definitely – I've had yeah. that before where uh, side-by-sides have come into our camp and and uh, sped off and shot guns and did a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. And, you know, that's that's not cool. So, um, no. you know, if you're out there and you're listening, spread the word that that's not cool. And you should already know that that's not cool. Um, but what's the least what's the least favorite thing about living full time in your FJ? Uh, the I need a better storage system and a better refrigerator system because I have a small fridge. So it's just a single fridge. So I would be able if I had a dual fridge. I could prep food and have them mm. frozen. But also it's the fact that when you try to find your food in that fridge, you have to dig for it. So yeah. if you want one tiny thing, you got to dig all the way to the bottom to get that. Uh, yeah. But the other, the other thing is um, bathrooms. <laughs> I so, can't imagine. Bathroom shower situation is always one that comes up. Yes. So I have like that little shower tent that works as a bathroom as well. Where is it? There. I have that little thing. You know, that works for the most part. At least it's a covered area, but showers definitely. There's times where it's like, so am I going to go into this freezing cold river or am I just going <laughs> to sink a few more days? Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally get that. Totally get that. So that's always a, that's always an issue. Always an issue. Now you are very active on social media and you've uh, really pressed your uh, YouTube channel here lately. Uh, and for those who doesn't, who don't know, you can find Juliana at love for FJ on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So look her up. Uh, she has a lot of good content. So are you able, are you find that, finding that you're able to do the social media, the YouTube stuff, and it not affect your love for the outdoors and overlanding like you've had? Um, it's a, double-edged sword so there are times where it's like 
man, I really wish I recorded that because that would have been really good content. But at the same time, it's like when you're in those moments, you're yeah. in those moments. Yeah. You're not thinking about, oh, I need to record this or, oh, I should record this. You're just in those moments. You mm -hmm. know, like setting up camp. A lot of people ask me, you know, do a video of you setting up camp or do a video of you cooking or, you know, show your day to day. And it's like, to me, it's my every day to day. So yeah. for me, I don't think of, oh, I should record this. I think of this is my normal life. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of hard at times. But then at other yeah. times, it's like, okay, I really do want to share this with people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And it's good that you still feel that you get in those moments. You haven't lost mm -hmm. that uh, mm -hmm. trying to put content out there, which, you know, a lot of people, it you're, it is a double-edged sword because a lot of people that have gone full-time have to put content out there or they're not making any income and yep. they're not making followers. If you don't make followers, you don't make income. And so that's uh that is a double-edged sword for a lot of people. And I think a lot of them have lost that love and the original reason why they do it in the first place yep. uh, is to just get out there and find that freedom and that relaxation that you're able to experience yep. every single day. So it's good that you still have those moments. Uh, what are some of your favorite adventures that you've that you've been on since you've started? Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's really hard. Every adventure is my favorite because every adventure is new to me. Um, and the people that I get to meet, the places that I get to see. I mean, if I had to choose one at this very moment, I would have to choose two. So one was Montana with my friends, uh, Our Overland Life and Badass Burnett. They're mm -hmm. really cool people. They make it feel like home. You know, leaving them, it was like leaving my family. I, I didn't want to leave them. But then I got to go to Ure. Ure? Mm -hmm. I'm probably saying that wrong. And I'm terrified of cliffs. Like, terrified. That's of not cliffs. a good place to go if you don't like cliffs. <laughs> and, it's all cliffs. and I'm riding with bad suspension. So not yeah. only do I have bad ball joints, bad uh, struts, and bad springs. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going on these. Ooh, there's a really sexy wheeler coming up here. Look at this. It's going to come by. Watch this. Ready for it? It's a Toyota, too. Uh-oh. Well, they're going slow because they're looking at your stuff. I think they're going to look at it. Hi. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Isn't that badass? Yeah, it looks like a rock crawler and a half right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. See, I want one of those. Yeah, that'd be fun. I want to crawl in one of those. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Good. How are you? That's Taffy. She won't attack you. She's super nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're welcome to come hang out too later in the day or whatever. Are you camped up that way? Yeah, I'm camped up. Nice, up. nice go cook some dinner and crash I'm, yeah i'm archery hunting up here so oh cool yeah. what are you hunting for elk Elk. okay yeah there's a lot here yeah <laughs> gotta find them <laughs> yeah yeah because you got to go for like weeks in order to find an elk yeah. normally huh yeah. that's pretty cool though well i hope you get some yeah i hope you have a good time up here and yeah i will let me know if you get some elk all right I'll hook you up <laughs> ah sweet that'd be awesome that would be awesome Bye. <laughs> wow well, that was cool. That, that was there. cool. I want it. 
<laughs> that's that's really nice. Straight axle, Toyota, full mm-hmm. roll, everything. Out there archery hunting for some elk. Never know yeah. who you might run into. Well, Jamie Handles on here. She says, hey. Kathy Flanagan says, hey. Uh, so uh, thank you all for joining us and appreciate you being on the show. That's the first time we've ever had anybody pull into camp while we've been on live show. So, uh, that you know, there's first time for everything. Um, what is your favorite part of the country so far? Favorite part of Colorado? Your favorite part of the United States that you've been in so far? Oh, the favorite part of the United States? Uh, yeah. My. Uh, <laughs> I don't you know. Like That's because Are you a mountains girl or a beach girl? I'm a mountains girl, definitely. Because okay. I love lakes and I love trees and I love views. I don't love cliffs as much, but they're pretty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I love just all the views that you have in mountains. Whereas, I mean, a beach is nice, but it's a beach to me. It's just flat and then ocean. Right. Whereas you have mountains and you have all these gorgeous, amazing things that you can see in the mountains and stuff. Yeah, totally agree. Technical trails. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what is your, what are your upcoming plans for travel? Tell us where you're going. So I'll be coming, going through Utah, uh, headed on my way to the Flagstaff Expo. So I'll be going to that, the Expo in Flagstaff, which is at the end of this month. I think it's the 24th, 25th, and 26th. Um, and then after that, I'm probably going to go to the Panhandle, which is up in Sandpoint, Idaho. Although it's, it's a long push for both of those because it's all the way on the top of Idaho. Yeah. So that'll be yeah, interesting. That's a long ways. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, I, bl- I think, you know, in my opinion, this is mm-hmm. just my opinion, but the professor knows, um, that Idaho is one of the most underrated states in the whole United States. It is, but don't tell anybody that because when I go, I don't want anybody else to be there. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's the most underrated state. It is beautiful. The mountains that are there are so beautiful, but it doesn't seem like anybody goes there. And so um, I think it's, uh, I think, I think uh, it'll be great and you'll definitely love that area. But oh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a long trek up there. I mean, it seems like that little, that little tip of Idaho just goes up forever all yeah. the way. It's yeah. just forever up there. So that'll be that'll fun. Because it's on the border of Canada. So there's going to be grizzly bears. Oh, nice. Nice. Good thing you're living upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, where do you, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? What have you made uh long range plans? Not really. No. I, I'm kind of just, I go with the flow. I live, day to day I try not to plan because I I overthink when I plan so I kind of just try to go with the flow and let things happen as they happen although if I had to make a plan I would love to have an ambulance build Mm. and be able to tow the FJ and modify the FJ to be an off-roader so I would want to have the ambulance be my overlander uh, house space and then Mm. go trails in the fj cruiser if i had oh. a goal i'd probably put one of those into the goal because i want to be able to live full-time on the road all the time you know i i don't want to be in a house i i don't want to be tied down like that i like being free and so you don't see yourself ever going back to domesticated living i don't see myself 
but if it happens, it happens. But I would prefer to stay out here if I could. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I totally get it. I totally get it. There, there are way more people that are dreaming of living the life that you have than there yep. are people that living the life that you have that want to settle down. Uh, it's yep. just because there's like you, like you described, there's, uh, an unlimited amount of freedom. You get to go and do as you want and see all the places that you've never seen before. So what are some places on your bucket list that you've never been that you want to, that you want to visit in the near future? Mm, more of Colorado for sure. Uh, I want to see more of Montana. Uh, I want to see Idaho, more of Idaho. <laughs> yeah. um, definitely Utah. Cause I've never been to Utah either. So seeing a lot of that would be cool as well. And then anywhere else, you know, as a kid, I've always wanted to go to Vermont. So maybe try mm. to go to Vermont, you know, cause I always saw pictures as a kid and it looked beautiful. So <laughs> yeah. 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 Amazing. Amazing. Well, I know that the mosquitoes are coming out. I know you're probably you and Taffy are probably getting cold. So I want to, uh, you know, just tell everybody, Please, if you have time, go look up Love for FJ on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Subscribe, like, do whatever you can. Are there ways out there that people can support you? We need to put that out there. Uh, I do have patches that I sell, which are on my website, which is easy to find. It's www.loveforfj.com, the number four. Um, and that would help support me too. And there is a link as well. If people want to donate on cash app, they can do that as well. Um, but also the biggest support would be YouTube, you know, because yeah. if I continue to do YouTube and it takes off, you know, that would be awesome to be able to do. Cause I love sharing my story and I love making videos when I actually do record. <laughs> yeah. I love sharing my story. So if people want to follow along, that would be awesome. That's cool. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to come on here and visit with us. Uh, don't go anywhere when we end everything. I want to say bye to you. But for everybody else, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you watching. We're going to share this. And if you would share this and tell everybody how that they can go and support Juliana in, in her quest for ultimate adventure. So as you go through this week, make sure that you look out for number one and don't step in number two. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for watching. Professor. 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 Professor and friends. Sponsored by. As a paid spokesperson for Team Action Tracks, I decided to give the product a full test run here in the beautiful Ozarks of Missouri, where there's no shortage of adventures or off-road enthusiasts. I knew Action Tracks were made from a custom, specially designed polymer with help from DuPont, making them tough and flexible. I knew that Action Tracks stood out from all the other recovery boards because of the quality, the customer service, and the fact that they're 100% American-made. What I didn't know was how easy Action Tracks are to use and how fast they can have you and your rig moving again. Whether your rig is a Class 11 V-Dob, Trophy Truck, Humvee, Pimped Out Overland Rig, or even a grocery getter like mine. 
Uh, my rig is currently stuck in the gravel bar. Unfortunately, I forgot the first rule of owning action tracks. N never take them out of your vehicle. So if someone has a set of tracks or can grab the set I left in my garage, I'd be happy to send you a pin to my location. I it's getting dark here, and I also forgot to bring a flashlight. Go further, get home faster with U.S.-made action tracks. Order online at usactiontracks.com.